Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. I got one more thing I'd like to talk to you I will use every power at my disposal. But it's not Oakland, it's in Los Angeles, it's all over. I mean, it's terrible. It's in places that you wouldn't even believe. But I will use every, everything I can, every single power at my disposal, including sending as many federal law enforcement assets as required to restore safe, safety and peace. And we will immediately stop. And some people are going to say, oh, this is terrible, I can't believe you know, these people are killing people when they go into the stores. You'll have 300 young people who are not looking for a good future walk into a store, big department store, and just pillage it. And if you happen to be there when they're there, they'll knock the hell out of you and kill you in some cases. And we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simply, if you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store. Now, you heard what I heard. Former President of the United States suggesting that shoplifters will be shot um, if he comes to power again. Um, There are people that really like this tough guy approach. Um, They, in their heart of hearts, sincerely feel like this is the path toward a society where crime doesn't exist. Um, And, you know, crime, as we know, follows poverty. And for the same people that believe that there's a path toward a society where crime doesn't exist, 
Those people are often very religious folks. And uh, to borrow uh, a bit from the Bible, you know, the, the poor you'll have with you always. So with poor people comes crime. With inequality, there comes crime. Um, and so, you know, this is sort of like a dog chasing its tail. However, you heard what I heard. And that seems alarming to me, at least. But let's be fair, uh, Donald Trump has a long history of doing this. You know, um, calling for capital punishment. He also has a long history of being wrong. You might remember the exonerated five. You know, he wanted the death penalty for those kids. They didn't even do it. And uh, he wants to sit in that chair again. So I won't be long today. Um, I do want to share that, you know, my belief is that wrong is wrong. You know, even desperate people, they, they do wrong things. And while my heart can go out to those people, uh, you listen to the show long enough, you know, I'm a bleeding heart myself. So, um, while my heart can't, can go out to these people, I do realize that wrong is wrong. There's laws and, you know, there's order and, and so forth. Uh, my push has always been to eliminate the circumstances that drive people to commit crimes, not to just punish the criminal activity without doing anything to eliminate the circumstances leading to the crimes. It just seems logical to me. But I must establish firmly here that wrong is wrong. Because if I don't, there's a lot of people that will say all kinds of stuff. You have no idea the, the types of trolls I get online. But, um, you know, when Donald Trump was talking about the shoplifters, he was referring to the videos that we've seen lately of black kids running into department stores and running out with purses and bags and clothes and whatever, um, hitting licks. And if you see one or two or three of those videos, you might assume that the problem is immense. Um, string a couple of stories together and let the CEO of one of these uh, retailers get something off that they've been waiting to get off. Um, then the blame looks like these black kids, often enough in California, robbing these stores, and that's the reason that the economy is collapsing. And that's the reason they have to shut stores. And that's not even remotely close to the truth. But because of the media um, showing these really sensational videos, and I'll, I'll be fair, they are sensational videos. A lot of people running back and forth. Um, you know, we all get it in our heads that, oh my God, it's terrifying to go to a store. Oh my God, these people are impacting the economy. But I get media from a lot of different sources, not just the traditional avenues of mass media. And I have to get media from a lot of different sources in order to be able to do this job. And I'll share that, you know, I have in my phone a couple of videos of people doing the same type of smash and grab 
you know, mass theft in these retail stores. And a couple of videos that I have of all white people, or at least non-black people, you know, I can tell by their straight hair and light skin, <laughs> you know. Um, but my assumption is that they're white folks doing the same thing, you know, but those videos haven't made their way to mass media. They just don't look as sensational. And I think that this plays on a long history of um, the media using black faces and black activity to scare white people and fear is a powerful motivator. So it might keep people coming back to your news channel day in and day out to see what else they should be afraid of. It's a real thing. So let's talk about who the real shoplifters are. I'm going to share something with you. According to a 2014 study in the American Journal of Psychiatry, 77.5% of shoplifters are white. That is uh, above their 59% um, population in this country. Um, only 8% of shoplifters are black and another 8% of Latino, which is well below their shares of the national population. And if you think about that, that's crazy because, you know, I'm a black male and I've been under surveillance countless times uh, in my life in retail stores. I know they're watching me. I know they're following me. I know they're expecting me to steal something. And obviously that's never been the case uh, for me. And, well, let me be clear. Um, I went once upon a time when I was about five years old, I had two coloring books. I was charged for one coloring book. And, uh, that was at a Toys R Us in, in California. I believe it was in Compton or somewhere around Compton. Um, so maybe that counts, you know, maybe I'm not blameless, but, uh, I've certainly been followed around the stores more times than I care to admit. And I do remember the coloring books were about 10 cents. So I don't imagine the impact was too severe in any event. Uh, I want to share a bit more with you. In a 2013 interview on NPR, um, Rutgers University marketing professor Jerome Williams said, quote, about 70% of all the shoplifting in this country is done by whites. Now, that's in 2013. The number that I gave you uh, earlier was from 2014 in a different study, but both showing overwhelmingly that white people are the ones who are doing shoplifting in this country. Um, he goes on to say, in fact, if you look at the store shrinkage or loss, uh, most of the loss is done by employees, not customers. So that flies in the face of all the national retailers saying that theft is impacting their revenues and that they need to close stores and on and on. Um, they're using the, the optics of the moment, the optics being, you know, black kids in California doing smash and grabs at, you know, box stores to suggest that that's impacting their bottom line and that they need to close stores. And the fact of the matter is that most of the uh, theft that stores experience come from employees. Most of the shoplifting comes from white people. 
But you see how a couple of people in a couple of key positions of power with a degree of influence can make this look like black people are having an effect on this. And the fact is, again, most shoplifting is done by white people. And most of the theft uh, from stores, retail stores, is done by employees. Um, I'll keep reading. Uh, in some cases where we've looked at the data, what we call the modal group that's most likely to shoplift is white women in their 40s and 50s. So just wanted to posit this because the former president is out there talking about, you know, shooting people to rob stores. And I mean, if he knows what I know, he might say what he really means, which is shoot black people at rob stores. Because, <laughs> I mean, I know that that's what he means. I know that's what his followers and supporters want. Obviously, they wouldn't want white women in their 40s and 50s being shot, shoplifting. They'd have a degree of empathy. There's less fear in that equation. There's more humanity in that equation for them. And they look like me. Shoot them up. And I think the griot sums this up. So I'm going to share a bit from what the griot says about this. Trump's, cl Trump's crowd clearly assumed that shoplifters in the crosshairs of another Trump White House would be brown and black. The data says otherwise. Trump really means what he says. He's about to mow down a whole lot of white housewives. How about that? All right. Talk to me. Let me know what you think. Agree with me or lie to me. <laughs> you can find me on social media at Ramses John. Of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. And until I hear from you, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 